Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, the podcast that empowers you to feel younger, longer, so that you can more fully enjoy all the many relationships in your life. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osmond, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. Now, vitality is the capacity to live, to grow, to develop its physical vigor, its intellectual vigor, and its zest for life. So the goal of Vitality Made Simple is, it's always relationships, but it's to help you get older without really feeling old. So today we're going to unravel insulin resistance because insulin resistance is an early warning sign of things to come that you don't want. Also, I'm going to tell you about some simple things that you can observe about your own body to know if you're becoming insulin resistant. So if you want to feel better, spend less time with the doctor, take fewer medications and deal with fewer side effects that come from those meds, uh, not to mention look your very best, then this is extremely useful information that you're going to want. Now, this is an exciting topic because it's truly grassroots medicine. Now, when you think about dealing with health, we want to deal upstream rather than waiting until, you, you know, you feel terrible or you have lots of problems downstream. You know, downstream, when you see those pictures with pollution, downstream is where there's all these problems to solve. Um, and that's very much how insulin resistance is. It's, it's, at, it's upstream. And so it has to be at the top of the list if you want to feel feel good. Uh, When your body gets resistant to insulin, uh, that's when you're prone to developing all the chronic age-related diseases that you want to avoid. And it absolutely accelerates aging. It makes you get older faster. So, you know, we all want to feel better. We want to spend less time with the doctor. We want to take fewer medications. Um, This is all uh, really super important. Although I necessarily use the term anti-aging often, I really don't like that term. Uh, It's a very popular term, but it seems very, very inaccurate to me. I mean, we all, we all, we're all going to age. I want to keep having birthdays and I'm sure you do too, but I want to keep feeling young. Uh, We want to slow aging. That is, I think, much more precise. We want to get old, but we want to feel as young as possible. We want to maintain our energy, our zest for life, our purpose, uh, our brain power, and uh, we want to be able to foster the best relationships we can. Now, think of a, a friend or relative that you know who's older than you are, who has this, uh, has a youthful outlook. It makes me think of my Aunt Mildred. She was actually my great aunt, uh, my mom's aunt, and, and she was probably about 15 years older than me. And she's going to stay forever young in my heart because she was always full of ideas, full of sincere interest in other people. She was energetic. She was in a lot of clubs. And in, in fact, she she, um, despite lots and lots of tragedy in her life, she lived in her, to her 90s and um, she got over 
a hundred birthday cards on her last birthday. She had, you know, lots of hardships, but she had that vitality mindset. And and that's the goal of Vitality Made Simple. The goal is to slow down the natural consequences of birthdays. And we can do that. And, and finding out if you have insulin resistance is a root cause upstream way to keep your body healthy and working well. Um, Insulin sensitivity is when insulin is working correctly. Of course, insulin resistance is when it's not. And uh, knowing this is baseline metabolic health. All of the chronic diseases that we don't want are connected to insulin resistance. In other words, insulin resistance is at the root of those. So I want to tell you that the inspiration for this podcast is from a book that I have called Why We Get Sick. It's by Dr. Benjamin Bickman, and he's a researcher. He's a PhD. Uh, It's really an excellent book, and I'm just going to barely, barely touch the the top of it. Uh, I want to talk first about what exactly insulin resistance is. Now, first of all, insulin is a hormone that's made by the pancreas. Insulin's major job is to let glucose into the cells of the body where it can be used for energy. Uh, If the glucose stays in the blood, then it can't be used and it damages the blood vessels and causes all kinds of problems. So insulin resistance is when your cells, uh, you know, cells in your muscles, cells in your liver, cells in your brain, all over the body stop reacting to insulin. They they sort of have like this little um, door that they open and it lets the the glucose in and insulin is what knocks on the door. But when it just happens too much, when there's too much glucose and insulin uh, is, is overwhelming the cell, then they get resistant. Resistant. It's sort of like the little boy who cried wolf. I mean, pretty soon, you know, people just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he's crying. It doesn't really matter. That's sort of what happens to the cells. The pan- pancreas keeps pumping out more and more insulin, and uh, the cells don't recognize that insulin. The key here is that uh, this happens way before blood glucose goes up. And this was a really quite a revelation to me uh, with Dr. Bickman's book, because I talk a lot about how I measure my own blood glucose every morning. And I know that that's a key indicator of, of early health. But to find out that, that really fasting blood glucose is a late indicator was quite a shockeroo. Now you can think that everything's okay if your blood glucose is normal and your A1C is good, but there can still be a big problem looming if your body is becoming resistant to insulin. But take heart, this is totally something that can be fixed. It can be absolutely reversed. Um, You know, unfortunately, as you well know, over half of American adults have a chronic disease, uh, despite lots of fantastic medical care, you know, that we say we have here in America. Yeah, but we're still seeing cancer on the rise. We're seeing dementia on the rise. Heart disease is epidemic disease. Uh, Diabetes is just skyrocketing. And too many people are struggling with all kinds of issues. I mean, fatty liver, weight gain, autoimmunity, infertility, sexual problems. You know, we're, um, 
are really good at treating people with a pill, which is really downstream medicine. And by the time we get to that point, lots of damage has already occurred. People are getting sicker and sicker. Um, It's sort of like, you know, being inside a house uh, that has a lot of holes in the roof and you're inside the house and you're bailing water out trying to uh, get it get the house dry. Instead, instead, we need to be fixing the roof. And, and insulin is absolutely one of the ways to fix the roof. Uh, a recent research study found that only 12% of Americans are absolutely metabolically fit. So if you're listening in another country, you know that the numbers are also too high where you live. This is really a global problem. Conventional medicine just sort of uh, trims the weed. It it doesn't necessarily get to the root of the problem. You know, I'm all about integrative medicine. We want to take the best of lifestyle medicine and the best of conventional medicine. But hopefully, if we know what to do in our lifestyle, then we won't need as many pills or as many medical interventions. Um, the key is that people have to be willing to make changes. So we uh, that's why I wanted this this podcast to be about things you can do at home. And we have to acknowledge that insulin resistance is a root cause underlying most chronic diseases. Things don't just instantly happen. Happen. You're not just going along doing everything right and suddenly have, you know, diabetes uh, appear in your life. Type 2 diabetes, that, that is. I have a, a early, early podcast called Diabetes is Not a Pooping Bird because so many people just think, oh, suddenly I have diabetes, or maybe it runs in my family. Well, maybe other things run in your family, but it's not a genetic problem. Actually, it might be a more of a lifestyle problem. Importantly, um, insulin resistance just makes you vulnerable to many things. So when you go to the doctor, you get your blood pressure checked, you get your cholesterol checked, you get your blood sugar checked, but you don't typically get your insulin checked. Now, Uh, That's because most doctors are not trained to actually measure insulin. Uh, Insulin sensitivity is really not always on our radar. Uh, And and really, it's it's partly because we don't always know what, what to do with this number in the early stages. But all of the prevalent disorders that I mentioned earlier are underpinned by insulin resistance. This is a the central problem, I believe. This is what Dr. Bickman talks about in his book, and, and I believe he's right. It's a central problem facing healthcare today. Now, as I said earlier, your blood sugar and your A1C can still be good, but you could have a serious uh, insulin resistance problem developing. Uh, an example of this, you might have known someone who's sort of shaped like a, an apple and has skinny legs, skinny arms, uh, you know, who can't lose weight. Maybe they have high triglycerides, um, low HDL, the good uh, cholesterol, but their A1C and fasting glucose are perfect. Uh, by the time the blood sugar and A1C go up, then uh, they're f- very far down the road. But but this high insulin is often related to the inability to lose weight. It's all so interesting. And uh, I really just wanted today to give you some some good ideas of what you can do at home to kind of know where you are. So how do you know if you're insulin resistant and what do you do about it if you are? Um, I don't think it's good to yak, yak, yak about problems that we can't do anything about. 
but we can do something about this. Now, of course, you can ask your doctor to check it, and that's the gold standard. This would be ideal, uh, but it is expensive, and some people just don't have access to that. So here's some things that you can do at home first uh, to know if you actually want to spend the money to get it tested. I just love this kind of empowerment. So there's there's uh, three and, and really four uh, actionable areas that I want to talk about today. Number one, you just have to look in the mirror. One thing that's a sure sign of insulin resistance um, is the presence of skin tags. Now, uh, skin tags are very different than moles. Uh, these are these little stalks of skin that stick up. They're often brown and you can get them like on your neck, in your armpits, um, under the breast, anywhere that that elastic fits. Um, this metric is almost proof positive of insulin resistance. And this was so interesting to me because I had used to have skin tags and, um, my dad has, dad had skin tags and I thought, oh, it's a genetic thing. Well, it's one of those things again, that's not probably genetics as much as lifestyle. My dad was diabetic and, um, and we had very similar similar lifestyles at the time. But as my blood sugar has gotten better, those skin tags have gone away. Another th- skin sign is called uh, acanthosis nigricans. I hope I'm saying that correctly. Now, this is when you get a darker pigment, almost a velvety texture, uh, skin tone, and it's usually under the arms. So you can look under your arms, and if you see kind of a darker velvety texture, that is um, this um, acanthosis nigricans, and it is a sign, an early sign of insulin resistance. Now, skin is really the window to metabolism when you're looking at rashes or uh, acne or all kinds of things. Um, So it's just great to know these signs. A second thing you can do is to pull out your last basic blood test and do a simple calculation using your triglyceride number and your HDL number. So uh, just look in the lipids area of your blood uh, test. And we, we've learned that insulin controls the production of fat. So this is also very relevant. So take your um, triglycerides divided by your HDL. It's the triglyceride HDL ratio. So if a person has a ratio above 1.5, then that is strong evidence that uh, insulin resistance is present. The a ratio of 1.5 is generally um, just kind of a good starting point. It might vary a little bit of, among different um, races, but it's it is has been shown to be more predictive of heart disease than actually an LDL elevation. So if the ratio is lower than one point five, there's a good indication that you are insulin sensitive. In other words, your body is reacting. Uh, optimally to insulin. Now, the third thing you can do at home is to get out your measuring tape. Now, this is the old-fashioned waist-to-height ratio. If you measure the largest area of your waist, your belly, now don't do like some men do where they have this little skinny belt and their belly's hanging over it. No, you want it to be accurate. So you want to measure around the, the largest part of your belly and you want to multiply that number by two. Uh, if that number is higher than your height, then you probably have insulin resistance. So in other words, if your waist is, say, um, 
you know, 35 inches, then you really need to be at least 70 inches tall, or you need to be thinking you might have insulin resistance. Uh, If it's less, you know, if it's less than you're probably doing okay. So if you find um, that you're insulin resistant, what do you do? What's your start somewhere? I just want to tell you that the simplest changes um, are always the best place to start. I call them start somewheres. So, so what I would recommend if you find out that you might be insulin resistant, start reducing your processed foods, start reducing sugars. Um, this is a great time to do it. I mean, you know, Christmas is over and this is going to help all aspects of your health. Now, Dr. Bickman uh, puts it so perfectly. He says, start by eliminating foods that come in a box or a bag or have a barcode. And I would add to that, anything that has an expiration date is probably, like it's way out in the future, is probably not that good for you. You want to eat more real food fiber. Enjoy Enjoy real food, enjoy, you know, fruit, enjoy vegetables, enjoy meat and eggs and just all the, the good stuff that, um, that our ancestors would have recognized. And um, it really is going to just help you reverse this problem. Thinking about reversal and any kind of chronic illness is is not normal in our world. You know, we we normally wait until we we watch and wait until it gets really bad, and then we have to go get on some kind of um, pills or some kind of uh, medical regimen that is only treating the symptoms, not really treating the cause. But let's think reversal. So so check yourself out. You know, check your skin tags. Check your um, checks your waist and height ratio and check your triglycerides to your HDL. These are really good starting places. And then you can think about reversal by eliminating anything that comes in a bag, a box, or has a barcode or an expiration date. Remember, we don't want to be normal. Normal people don't think reversal. Normal is not a good thing. It might be what's usual or regular at any period of time, but it's 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 not where we want to be to have vitality. Consider what normal is in our world. Uh, it's dehydrated, it's irritated, constipated, frustrated, overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. Doing these self-tests on yourself are very actionable and very easy and don't take a lot of time, and they don't cost any money. Um, oh, there's one more thing you can do that I forgot to mention. I was like, I think there's one more, and that's to test your belly, belly, the belly jiggle test. Um, yeah, I said, I said it right, didn't I? Belly jiggle test. So you want to stand in front of a mirror without at least any clothes on your belly and see if your belly jiggles. And you don't have to be from Oklahoma to know that a jiggling belly is probably a sign of something that you don't want if you want to live a life full of vitality. And if you want to slow down aging. So thanks for joining me today. Remember, health does not need to be confusing, expensive, or no fun. But it does to require some discernment. There's some things you've got to do. Um, I'm a social media introvert. I'm trying to change that. Uh, so, you know, this this growth is because you have been subscribing and sharing. If you haven't done so, Subscribe and share. Uh, Thanks so much for joining me today for episode 85. Uh, We're learning to, you know, live younger, longer. 
Blessings until next time.